Our system actually sees the laces, the seams, rotating on the ball, which no other system, no other technology can achieve. I think the biggest thing with data, we want to know what makes players successful. How can we continue that success and put them on a path um, to continue to develop that and grow? I think we give the pitching coach, when he's standing there on the mound, of course the data comes up in three or four seconds, we give the pitching coach right on the tablet kind of the, the basic things that he or she, because we do softball obviously as well, they get to see exactly what they really need when they've made, when they've made an adjustment. The accuracy and the ability to identify the small changes in how the ball is moving is, is huge and, and the architects, you know, really, because you're able to see the seams kind of sets itself apart in, in that. Fellas, 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 welcome back to the Farm System Podcast, your home for baseball development. We're here for you, by you, and with you. I'm your co-host, Joey Cunha. And I'm Bo Callis. This podcast is designed for coaches, players, scouts, really anyone looking to further their development in the game of baseball. Here at the Farm System, we take pride in being lifelong learners, and we are here to be a bridge from where you are to where you're going. We'd like to welcome back our veteran listeners. We're happy to grow with you again. We'd also like to welcome our first-time listeners, the rookies. Don't worry, every vet was once a rookie. This podcast is brought to you by our partners over at Yakertech. Yakertech is the gold standard for measuring spin rate, velocity, trajectory, and most important, spin axis of a pitch ball. No other system captures such clarity on a moving ball. Learn more about the system at yakertech.com. On this episode of The Farm System, we sit down with Wes McGuire, the pitching director at 108 Performance, and Greg Lumsden, the co-founder of Yakertech. Pull up a seat, grab your notepad, here's Wes and Greg. Welcome back to The Farm System. We're sitting down with Wes McGuire and Greg Lumsden. Wes, Greg, we greatly appreciate you guys taking some time out of your day to sit down and chat with us here at the Farm System. Absolutely. Happy to be here. Thanks a lot, guys. The architect, we're, we're glad to be here. Appreciate it. Yeah, no, absolutely. Well, guys, you both individually bring um, some great value to the podcast. So I kind of want to let our listeners know um, why we're doing this one a little bit different than we have in the past. And, you know, Wes, um, as the director of pitching at, at 108, um, and an avid user of Yakertech, of the Yakertech system, you bring, you know, obviously the experiential knowledge when it comes to the, you know, this conversation. And then also too, you can help, you know, bridge the gap between data and then the player movement uh, that's creating the data. So uh, thanks again for jumping on with us. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's great to be here. And then Greg, you know, obviously as the co-founder of Yakertech, uh, you bring, you know, forward a whole bunch of clarity when it comes to the system, um, how it works, and also serve a great, you know, you serve as a great resource for us when it comes to the capabilities of the unit. So thanks again as well. Absolutely. Very, very glad to be here. Look forward to it. Absolutely. And fellas, before we dive into meat and potatoes of the show, I'd like to help the listeners get a better understanding of who you guys are. So let's start with you, Wes. Uh, could you kick us off by walking us through your journey to get to where you are today? Um, yeah, so I was a, a Division II player um, that kind of came up, I guess, in the, in the velocity development age. Um, you know, there was a lot of a lot of coaches, a lot of stuff out there that, you know, guys are trying to throw harder, you know, where, whereas in the past that hadn't really been as much of a thing. And so kind of working with 
Um, my pitching coach at Lenore Ryan, Evan Wise, uh, who's who's been on the podcast. You know, we just we we tried out a lot of stuff, saw what saw what worked and what didn't. And when I graduated, it uh it kind of you know sprung board me into a career. Uh, went to was out in Colorado at a facility, working with my older brother, and also kind of started my own program there. And then I've been over at 108 now for eight months. Awesome, man, love it, love it. And then uh, Greg, do you mind taking us through? your journey to get to where you are today and then touch on the journey of Yacker Tech and getting it to where it is. Certainly. Thanks a lot. So about eight or nine years ago, I had a, a golf training business and um, it was a little small thing and I ended up purchasing golf simulators. And I did a lot of research to try to find the simulators that matched up with our business model of, of providing very, very accurate data. And we ended up purchasing Simulators from a company named About Golf, and they used they used imaging. They had tried radar five six years before, and not found it accurate enough. And they had developed uh, an imaging system for tracking a golf ball. So I got together with the founder of that company, and he was looking to exit. And I said, you know what? We need to really bring the imaging technology to baseball. Baseball does not have really accurate tracking for pitching uh, like like in golf, like as in golf. So Bill Bales and I got together and we created Yacker Tech and we hired a couple of PhD physicists and some software guys and it took us about three and a half, four years, maybe yeah, three and a half years to to develop the software using using high speed imaging system. And uh, we've now been in the marketplace uh, very, very successful now for about 18 months. So, you know, that we, we focus on pitching and uh, we're pretty confident the imaging technology is really the right one to use. Yeah, no, absolutely. We're definitely going to dive into a lot of that as we continue to go on. Um, you know, Wes, could you, when, as we start to dive into this, uh, could you help the, you know, the listeners understand the importance of data in today's game? I mean, I, I think I think the biggest thing with data, you know, particularly particularly now, um, we want to know what makes players successful. How can we continue? How can we continue that success and put them on a path? Um, to continue to develop that and grow, um, and I, I think data's data's big for that because it kind of shows us, okay, what does their stuff typically look like? How can they, you know, how are they currently using it? How can they use it more effectively? And so I think I think just accurate data over time is is huge. And then as we continue, uh, continue to get more information on guys, finding ways to provide that data to our like to our players. Um, in a way that you know helps them, and also just kind of continues to educate them, um, and what you know, what what makes them successful, and how they can try to stay on that path moving forward. Yeah, great points there with the correlation to data and player development, and that leads us to the next piece for you, Greg. What was your impression of the need of a product like Yacker Tech in the game of baseball? Yeah, well, I think the I think the simplest analogy is that it's it's almost impossible to really view a pitch baseball with the, with the naked eye and know whether an adjustment you made really really made the ball do something differently. You know, for, for you know, a lot of these pitching coaches are my age or even you, you guys' ages, and it's it's technically impossible, you know, for the pitching coach to know that when he moved your right finger over and you threw four or five pitches, did the ball get, let's say, did it, did it really curve more? And I think we all know that to the extent you can – improve movement by an inch or two in baseball it's the difference between a a double and a pop fly or a, or a single you know on a strikeout and then the other the other thing is that the, the youth today 
certainly folks under the age of 30 are very, very interested in seeing data. And they're interested in seeing exactly, you know, what's going on. So when, when the the pitching coach can see that he, he made an adjustment and it made a difference, and then he can then also show the pitcher, the two of them are on the on the same page right away. Whereas in the past, the pitching coach had you make an adjustment. He may have thought it did something better for the ball, but you as the pitcher don't have any new evidence that necessarily did, and you didn't like the way it felt. So then it becomes a little bit of a conflict. So it helps to sort of eliminate the natural conflict that occurs when someone's having you make a change by by giving both the, the coach and the player the exact result of what the ball did after the change was made. So like I think this is just going to continue to blossom across baseball in pitching. I think everybody down to 12, 13, 14-year-olds before long are going to want to do do this and have this kind of data. Yeah, no, that's awesome. And, you know, I want you to uh, kind of walk into the spider web there when you're talking about all this data. I want you to, uh, Greg, if you could, if, could you open up all the different data points uh, that the unit has the ability to collect? No, I'm going I'm to focus. There's actually uh, 40 different data points, but I, I think that some of them are more for the uh, sort of the PhD types. So let, me, let me just go through the ones that we focus on that I had two MLB pitching coaches and a former uh, MLB pitcher, you know, help me to make sure that we have what they wanted. So we we capture velocity very, very accurately. And I can say everybody in the market pretty much does that. That's one of the easier things to capture. We get the horizontal and induced vertical break, which is how much the balls went right to left or up or down. We capture the the spin rate, how fast the ball is spinning. We capture spin axis which tells you, you know, which way the ball is technically spinning, rotating. We provide uh, a couple of indices. We provide a what's called a forcing rotation index, which helps someone to see whether they have thrown a proper forcing or a proper two-seam index. And we provide uh, instant ability to compare spin axis across different pitches. So, I think we give the pitching coach when he's standing there on the mound, of course the data comes up in three or four seconds, we give the pitching coach right on the tablet kind of the, the basic things that he needs, he or she, because we do softball obviously as well, see what they, they get to see exactly what they really need when they've made, when they've made an adjustment. Yeah, man, it's incredible. Obviously lots of different quantitative aspects there, and that leads us into the application piece that I think could be valuable for you to open up, Wes, so why don't you unpack for us some of the ways that you use that uh, use the system on a daily basis? So again, kind of kind of touch on. I think I think the big the big piece for us with data is if if we make a change, we want to know if it's getting better, but also we really want to know over time is it is it staying is it staying the same in the way that we want it to, and you know and or is it progressing? And if it's getting worse. Why is that? So, you know, again, it could be as far as like as you move up in levels, if, you know, all of a sudden a pitch starts to get hit more than it normally does, you can either you can kind of use it to figure out if it's, a, you know, if it's an approach issue or if there's something with the pitch that's actually off that we can we can try to make an adjustment on. And so I think, you know, mm -hmm. kind of mixing that with, you know, again, back with the player and talking to them about, you know, what what they're what they're trying to do, what they're dealing with, um, you know, what what they feel is off and kind of, you know, making adjustments from there. 
Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, uh, Wes, I also wanted you to touch on you and Greg, you know, just mentioned a ton of um, abstract, you know, words that us hitters or typical coach might not fully understand. Um, you know, Greg did a good job kind of introducing those. I wanted you, um, if you could, if you could start us off by helping us understand, helping the listeners understand uh, spin efficiency, um, you know, what is it and, and and why is it important? So, so spin efficiency is basically how much, how much the ball is spinning the way you're trying to get it to. Um, and also mixed with how much like gyroscopic spin or rifle spin is on the ball. So for particular pitches, uh, we want efficiency and access to be in, in general ranges. Um, so, you know, some will be, some will be more efficient, like a fastball, obviously the more, the closer to true backspin, um, the more induced vertical break there could be on sliders those will be much like lower spin efficiency pitches they'll have a lot more gyroscopic spin we want those to kind of go sideways curveballs it kind of again kind of depends on the shape you're looking for something like closer to 12.6 those are going to be like high efficiency pitches so we really want to again find consistency in that and then we can adjust in some ways you know make make small changes to to play with the efficiency um to kind of get get the shape we want so Again, it just you know, kind of depends on what pitch, what pitch, whether it's you're trying to make a new pitch or just make sure that what their best pitch is staying their best pitch and that it's moving the way we want it to. Yeah, absolutely, and very valuable information to understand. And obviously, we can quantify this information based on the accuracy of the Yakutech system. So let's unpack that a little bit, Greg. Um, could you help our listeners understand? how your system is able to provide such accurate and reliable information when it comes to ball spin data? Yeah, you know, there's a real, there's a real simple picture that I show to people. So with our system, it's, it's it, the, an imaging camera, uh, high-speed imaging, not only sees the ball, but it processes what it's seeing, and that, that's what it means. So our system actually sees the ball and sees the laces, the seams, rotating on the ball which no other system, no other technology can can achieve, uh, and the reason that we went with imaging. So because we're able to actually see the seams rotating on the ball, uh, our ability to capture spin axis and spin rate is highly, highly accurate. And uh, you know, based on a lot of research that I did in the previous several years, the, the spin axis component, we are because we're able to actually see the seams, because it's imaging technology, our spin axis data ends up extremely accurate on any type of pitch. Whereas you know, some of the radar systems really struggle with pitches like Wes mentioned that have a lot of gyro spin. But it's basically the imaging technology allows us to, in essence, see the ball as it's moving through the air. Gotcha. And before we move on from that, Greg, I wanted you uh, to kind of also drop into that because I know um, that might confuse uh, some of the listeners because there is other systems out there that show um, that seem to show that what, which angle that the balls are spinning at. Uh, but you're saying, uh, you know, something that I wanted to make clear is that your system is actually seeing the ball. You know, it actually sees the laces move where these other systems are projecting what they think the ball, how the ball is spinning. Is that correct? You're correct. They're they're imputing. Uh, they're imputing with uh, a variety of calculations. A pure, a pure radar system uses velocity and trajectory to calculate spin axis, whereas we're actually seeing exactly how the ball is rotating. So all we're doing is taking, the, the, in essence, what we see and, and just applying a real simple 
formula to it, which then translate directly into the spin axis, whereas the others have got to use a variety of other things. And for some reason, I know radar struggles with uh, getting the spin axis right as pitches generate gyro spin. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. And then, you know, Wes, uh, one thing that, you know, we've mentioned a couple of times in this, uh, the podcast already, and something that uh, seems to be really important I wanted you to open up is uh, spin axis, right? So how do you use spin axis uh, to help develop your athletes at, uh, you know, at the shop? And why is it important information uh, to have? Um, so, of course, athlete to athlete and pitch to pitch, we want, we want those pitches to be within certain spin axes. Whether it's you know whether it's their fastball that we want to have you know closer to true backspin, um, changeups which can either you know depending on how you want them to move they can either spin like fastballs or can have more side spin, and and breaking balls you know it, again it varies pitch to pitch shape to shape but the the big thing with it is is we want to find consistency so that we know how that pitch is going to break if we're throwing you know if we're throwing breaking balls at a different axis every time they're going to have a they're going to have a different shape there's going to be variations. Um, and ultimately, we want we want to know, you know, what what's this pitch going to do, and where can I throw it so that it can be in the strike zone or out of the strike zone, you know, kind of depending on on the game plan and how how it needs to change there. But you know, it the ball is going to move different if the axis is different, and we want to we want to know how the ball is going to move as often as we can. I know yeah. that. Um, I I was going to say, uh, Wes, if you could kind of break down on on that as well. I know one thing I've heard you talk about at the shop. Um, it's really important to know the spin axis and have that accurate information because you know how it's actually leaving the athlete's hand. Um, could you kind of dive into that of, you know, how that's really helped you, um, especially when it comes to uh, developing, you know, pitches in that manner and understanding how the ball is actually exiting the hand? It's funny in a lot of ways, you know, we, we know a lot about a lot about the delivery and, you know, how to how to make balls do different things. But a lot of times, you know, athletes may feel kind of drastically different things. and and when it, you know when you get down to, or I guess really as you move up in levels, um, the changes are much smaller. So, you know, if a guy starts to slightly cut a ball more than normal, that's something he may not notice. But if you can identify the shift in the axis early, um, it can first and foremost allow him to potentially create some feel for, okay, this one, I it did feel a little different. Like you know, that's the better one. I need to try to feel that when it leaves my fingers or, you know, what, at whatever point they, they kind of feel the difference happens. But um, the more the more consistent we can get the axis. And also, if it's, you know, again, if it's not quite moving the way that we want it to, um, it, it, it is typically how the athlete's moving. And we can we can kind of make adjustments sort of back chaining from there. OK, that one's a little more of a cutter. You know, let's let's make let's make this small change and then course with accurate data we can assess if, if that's getting better and if if we're on the right path and if you know a lot of times with that it could be okay we think it would be harder but you're kind of just cutting the ball you know if the spins way better but it's not that much harder you know maybe maybe it's not as big of a factor as we thought and, and vice versa you know it could it could make a drastic difference in in velocity command you know all those things yeah that's a good point and uh, we're going to triple up on you here Wes with some of the terms that have been dropped to this point. So uh, you've also mentioned spin rate and horizontal and vertical break. Uh, can you break down how these data points help you train your athletes there? So uh, spin rate, uh, again, depending on the pitch, uh, fastballs in general, the more they spin or the more they spin and if they they maintain high efficiency, um, the more perceived vertical break they're going to have. Uh, so 
you know, that that's a pitch that can be used up in the zone more on on off-speed pitches or breaking balls in particular. Uh, spin rate is not necessarily essential, but it's it's a good indicator that the pitch has a potential to break. Um, so just, you know, the, the more it spins, the better the chance if, you know, axis, um, if the axis is where we want it to be and it's efficient enough, um, we can typically, those pitches will typically break more. Um, just, you know, of course, again, depending on those two, those other factors. So like a spin rate that kind of covers it. Vertical break uh, is, is how much like perceived lift a pitch has um, or induced lift. So something with more backspin. Fastballs don't actually rise, but some of them, them can resist gravity more, which kind of gives them the appearance of rising. Um, a, a lower vertical break guy um, is probably going to be more successful down in the zone. Um, off-speed pitches, we want close to cl closer to zero. We can get a slider or a changeup. Um, as far as vertical break goes, the better, because that's just going to make it easier for us to miss under bats. And you know, as you start to shift towards like a curveball, we would want that. We would want to be making that pitch go down. We want to accelerate. It's like gravity's drop on the ball, basically. Um, and then horizontal break again, pitch to pitch. We can just you know try to make small adjustments to get more horizontal break, be it arm, uh, arm side or glove side. Um, just kind of again trying to shape the pitch how we want it. Yeah, that's awesome. And and you know. Uh, one thing I think, uh, just to clarify when it comes to that and why it's so amazing, just obviously the game itself, um, from the hitting perspective and what you're, you're referencing here, especially with the, uh, the V break, um, is that you, it's actually impossible to actually obviously track the ball all the way to the bat. Uh, a lot of people think that that's a possibility and what's really happening is the mind is projecting, uh, where that ball is going to end up based off of, uh, you know, projection models that like that your brain is running of where this ball is going to end up in the in the zone so when you have a ball that has a high spin rate your your brain is projecting the ball to continue on a downward path um, but because of obviously the spin that you're putting on the ball um, it's staying at a uh, it's it's riding a different uh, tunnel than it would um, if it yeah. didn't have yeah. that spin yeah. if we weren't you know obviously you know yeah exactly so you know, uh, again, that's something that if you didn't understand uh, as a, as a coach, if you didn't understand that the brain is more projecting, then that stuff, all of that stuff, makes a lot more sense um, of why hitters struggle with different spins. I um, just wanted to clarify that before we move on. And um, you know, uh, Greg, you know, I, I, one thing I wanted you to really touch on for for the listeners is I wanted you to, you know, I wanted the listeners to understand the vision uh, your company had when you're designing the system. And then I wanted you, you know, if you could, you know, that did you guys understand the impact that you guys were going to have on the game? And did you guys have a full understanding of how much value your system was going to provide coaches? Um, or is that actually like increased as you've seen coaches like Wes uh, really like take the reins and kind of, you know, figure out what they can, all the ways that they can use your system wise. If you could open up all that, uh, we'd appreciate it. Well, we, you know, we started with uh, the base understanding that, as I said early on, that that baseball did not have the data for their pitchers that uh, that they had in the golf community, and but certainly as as we start uh, started to dive into this, uh, you know I've I've uh, been around you know for a little while. I knew I needed to access uh, some some bright smart baseball people, and I was able to get uh, several MLB pitching coaches uh, that I mentioned earlier, and and a former pitcher and have them spend a lot of time with me and, and give give me feedback 
primarily the feedback focused on the data that comes on the tablet because I, as I said earlier as well, you know, we want the we want the system to give the pitching coach and we want we want to be the pitching coach's best tool. And then and then as as we've been coming out into the market, we we've added things and we've added a little thing where now the coach can go in and make notes instead of having a pad and paper like let's say like let's say in the eighth eighth slider that Wes has the young man throw, Wes decides to move his finger over or make some adjustment. Now instead of trying to remember that or put that on a clipboard, for example, he can go in and make a note and that will stay with the tablet forever. I mean, I had a pitching coach tell me, why don't you take some of these bad pitches and now I've made adjustment and give me the new pitches and give me a screen where I can dump both those pictures of those spin axes on there. So in case the, the young person is a is a visual learner, you know, that he, I can now show it to, to him or her and, and they can see the change. So, and I would say that we, we've got our eyes and ears open every day. We're out there for something else, you know, that we could do that, a that a coach thinks can, can make a difference. So in the beginning, we knew we just, we, we, we knew that this data was needed and, and was going to be coming when, and we got some, some help, but we are constantly looking, uh, you know, for new and more things to do that can uh, can help the pitcher and the pitching coach to be more successful. So that's kind of, and, and and we've added a lot of things just, just in 2019. So, but we're always looking for more things. So we're happy with what we have today, but we, you know, our eyes, eyes and ears are wide open for more adjustments and, and enhancements as well. Yeah, I love that. And as more and more coaches begin to hop on the wave, analyze, and then utilize that data available, you know, that value will only continue to increase for you guys. So Wes, why don't we dive into a big buzzword circulating around the game of baseball that everybody seems to be using? Um, how are you guys there using the system to help with pitch design? And then what benefits does the Acrotech system provide you uh, with over some of the other units in the market? Yeah, so the big thing with pitch design for us is first and foremost, we want to use the Acrotech to assess where the current pitch is. Um, from there, we're going to go and look at looking at horizontal break and vertical break. Um, figure out how we want to like alter the shape of that pitch, and then it's then it's just as simple as um, at you know providing like cues or kind of changing thoughts um, and using the Acrotech to see how those uh, how those thoughts or cues kind of affect the break of the pitch and deciding if we need to make any further changes. Uh, you know the big thing that really sets the Acrotech apart is with how reliable the spin axis and uh, seam orientation is. We really get instant feedback both for the player um, so he can kind of, again, connecting those thoughts and feels to the results of the pitch and also letting us know if the pitch is getting better um, and, you know, any any further changes we need to make going forward until we get a pitch that he feels comfortable throwing and that, that obviously we like the shape of. Gotcha. No, yeah. And then, you know, Greg, I know uh, to this point we've mentioned a whole bunch of different uh, features. Wes has touched on a couple. You've touched on a couple. Um, I know there's a lot of uh, additional features. There's little small things. There's a whole bunch of things in the software that you have the capability of um, utilizing. You know, could you want to open up some of those um, those other areas, those additional resources that the software provides? Yes, certainly. So the I mentioned the ability to take notes. I mentioned the ability to to grab pitches and and compare the spin rates. We also have the ability within our system for you to always have that player's data always right there. So if you've got someone you started training last August, you can load in the pitches all the way from last August, right when he starts his session today, and you can scroll down 
And now you can you can look immediately while you're staying in there real time. How did this curveball ball look last August? How did it look in November? How did it look in February? How's it look now? You know, what's happening with this pitch that we've been working on? Is it you know, as as Wes mentioned? Is he is he maintaining uh, you know the spin axis that we wanted to get with this curve bar? Is he falling back? Has he been able to in, improve his spin rate? And look, everything in life it, it, when some when things are measured improvements improvement occurs and that's that's the thing about having data you know the the in baseball the velocity has been you know such a big deal and and sure enough everyone could see velocity everybody's been working on velocity so now velocity is way up now the same thing is going to start to happen with with other pitches as pitchers can see this data so the coach with our tablet instantly has everything on that on that young person and can refer to it, show it to them, which is just, which is just what you want when you're standing there. You want to be able to refer back and be able to stay connected. The other thing we're doing is we're going to install our first in-game unit at the college level in, in 12 days. And we will have the ability for a college to have an in-game unit as well as having our portable or portable unit in the bullpen. So now you can more easily compare in-game to bullpen session data and that's another uh, sort of example of what you, you know that baseball you can't you can't throw 150 pitches you know in a bullpen whereas Tiger Woods and Phil Mickelson can sit there in the driving range hit 150 shots and then become comfortable going on to the golf course and know they can hit that five iron with that hook you know but at least if you've got the ability to compare bullpen within game with the same accurate system that gives you a whole other tool as well. You know, to help the to help the pitcher because if they're doing it in the bullpen, you know they should be able to do it in the game. So uh, that that's sort of the newest thing we're coming out with. But look, it, it, that tablet is designed to give the pitching coach basically exactly what he or she needs when they're standing there with the player. Yeah, Greg. And before we moved on, I really just wanted you to touch on um, some of the visions and some of the things you have coming forward here when it comes to Yakertech, some of the releases. I know some things that we talked about off the mic. If you could open up some of that stuff, uh, we'd really appreciate it. A couple other things. You know, we 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 know that a lot of a lot of uh, folks don't really want to calibrate go through calibration. So we we do permanent installs. And I'm not sure. To my knowledge, that anyone else, any of our competitors also do permanent install, but you can affix our, our device upon a wall, upon a pole. We've got several of those installations now. Uh, a lot of uh, academies and teams prefer to keep it portable. That's fine too. We're, we're on the side of some bullpens as well. So you have the ability to uh, not have to deal with calibration. Our system also allows you to throw from any distance. So, you know, even though maybe it's not the, the exact uh, reason why we did this, but a couple of colleges now use it, uh, use our system for catchers throwing to second base, our second baseman's throwing to first base. So there's different different things like that. And then we also offer the ability to have our product sit at a variety of different distances. We can put different lenses on there. We can specialize for a particular setting if they want the device up high, down low, to the side. You know, a lot of different things we're able to do with the with the installation uh, so that we can meet the needs, uh, you know, of, of the, of the coaches uh, and the ability to, to, to even tighten down, even though I don't know how much tighter we can get this tighten down, for example, the, uh, the effectiveness. So for example, we, we are pretty confident that every pitch that's thrown 
we are cap in, in anywhere near our zone, which by the way, our zone is far and away the widest capture rate, that we're about a 90% accuracy. And, and one of the things we do in our tablet, for example, you can, you can look and see whether we, whether we captured the pitch correctly, which, uh, it's a beautiful diagnostic tool that again, we're the only ones in the industry that has. If you don't like the way a pitch looks, you can quickly click. And I know Wes has done this. You can quickly click and see whether we did get it or not. You know, we tell you right away whether we got it or not. But we want to uh, increase, continue to increase the accuracy capture rate. We're already the highest in the industry at 90%. Uh, but we want to get closer to 95, 98. We, we are continuing to increase both our vertical and our horizontal capture range as well. We're already a foot and a half inside the batter's box, right or left, and we've got about a six-foot vertical up and down capture rate. We're going to continue to make that a little bit bigger as well as continue to uh, tweak little little things just to try to get that accuracy rate closer to 95 to 96%. So those are kind of some of the things we're working on. Yeah, man, that's awesome. You know, obviously very exciting times for Yacker Tech and really where the game of baseball is heading as a whole. So definitely some valuable aspects throughout the entirety of our conversations today, Greg. And if coaches and player development staff are looking to get their hands on your unit, or if anyone listening in has some general questions for you, what is the best way for them to get in contact with you? You know, Bo, let me, let me mention one other thing that I did leave out, and I, I apologize for that. Um, effective next week, you will be able to use the video on our tablet, and you can video the picture, the pitcher, as he throws, and the data will appear on top of the video. So you'll be able to, to merge video with the actual data right on our tablet. Uh, so that, that feature comes out actually next week. So you'll be able nice. to hold up the tablet, video the pitcher, hit stop, the video will come up. When you press play, it'll, you'll be able to play it, and the actual data will come up as well. That's the awesome. other thing that we're also doing with video is we're going to take the high-speed video systems out there, and we're going to allow uh, the, the high-speed video to be merged into our data. And within 8 to 10 seconds, you'll be able to pull up high-speed video with our data overlaying you know, onto, onto the system, and that'll come, out, that'll come out in June. So we're doing a lot more things with video, and I, I should have mentioned that before and kind of slipped my mind. But the best way to get a hold of us is to go to yakertech.com. We're actually, our website's going to be updated here in uh, three weeks. But yakertech.com is the best place to go to get a hold of us. There's contact information, uh, phone numbers, et cetera, for inquiring about, you know, our system and, and uh, et cetera, and information, questions, and all of that. Awesome. Yeah, and, you know, Wes, if any, uh, any one of our listeners has questions about anything that we talked about today, um, how would they go about doing that? I'm, I'm, I'm in on Twitter DMs, uh, 108PA <laughs> underscore West. Um, or you can, uh, you can send me an email, uh, wmcguire at 108performanceacademy.com. It's a long one, but yeah, you, you can get in touch with me through those ways. Awesome, guys. Well, again, we really appreciate having both of you guys on today and making time for uh, the sit down with us. Um, it's great for our listeners, and we, we need to continue to push. I don't know if the pitchers need any more help of dominating uh, hitters. I almost you know don't even like doing these podcasts because you guys are just you know pushing pushing the pitching edge even even further away from the hitters. You know, <laughs> love it. But uh, thank you again for you guys your guys' time, and thank you again for all the information you guys shared. Absolutely. Thanks a lot, guys. Appreciate it. Really do. Thanks, guys.
Man, got to love getting Greg and Wes on at the same time. This call takeaway is brought to you by Silverback Sports. Silverback Sports is the alpha when it comes to arm care and training essentials. Silverback's training products are constructed from premium materials and are designed to be durable and dependable to withstand the toughest and most rigorous throwing or training programs. Visit shopsilverback.com to see their entire line of high-quality products at very affordable prices. Also, follow them on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook to stay up to date at Shop Silverback. That's at Shop Silverback. Yeah, Joey, what was your biggest call takeaway from today's show? I think my biggest call takeaway is when we look at this, obviously, when it comes to uh, data, there's the main thing that we have to keep in mind all the time is the accuracy, right? Um, if, if there's something that has... If we're going to base our decisions off for player development or we're going to base, um, you know, bigger decisions on how somebody is moving or what their pitch is doing, we got to make sure that the data is accurate. Right. And I think sometimes we come into it with a um, this naive um, you know, process thinking that the first wave of baseball tech right is going to have, you know, no, no hiccups with no, no speed bumps, right? Um, there's going to be inaccuracy. And I love to see competition come into the market because again, when competition comes in, you get to see, and we all get better, right? We all get better all the way around. Coaches yeah. get better. Um, those companies get better. The competition is healthy and it's, um, it's, it's a great thing. So that's my, uh, my takeaway. How about you, Bo? Yeah, I like that we were able to get both Wes and Greg on the call to bridge the gap of the application piece with the data and analytical collection side. So I'm just glad that we could shed some light on the technology that Yakertech is able to provide coaches and instructors, and it'll be exciting to see the advancements that they continue to make and the value that they will expand upon. Yeah, absolutely. And guys, just as a reminder, uh, Wes has done a great job on that side. He provided us with some things that we already have underneath our membership page. Again, that free membership, that F-R-E-E thing, that free membership that we have uh, for you guys uh, when it comes to programming and some of the ways that we set up, um, you know, when we individualize things for our pitchers and how we schedule those out. So definitely go take a a peek at that if you haven't. Look underneath the 108 heading. Um, That's us on there. And then again, check out our shop as well. We have some really cool things coming here soon. So keep an eye out for that stuff. And then we always want you guys, you guys are already part of the team. We just want you to look like it. We want to, we want you guys to have the the uniform on. So, you know, we have a hat and a shirt over there with our, with our logos on. Um, and when you guys get those, when you guys order those, because a whole bunch of you have, um, just take a picture for us. We'd love to see it Post it on social media. Um, add us, we'll retweet you. We want to give you some love. Uh, we'd love to see you guys looking like you're part of the team. But from us and our partners over at Yakertech, until next time, Farm System out.